Bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Can nobody for fiesta? It's the Trail Show. My God, Polly. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Amosio. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Poor Max Maganati. She's a fraud. And now, from Dilo's basement, it's the Trail Show. Yes, yes. All right. Live from Leo Studios at the Deloplex Broadcast Center in the heart of Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district, you are listening to The Trail Show. We've been downloaded over 25,000 times and are now heard in 80 countries around the world. It is Thursday, July 11th, and it is our pleasure to have you along with us today for our July show. Thank you from all of us here at The Trail Show to all of you listening to the show and spreading the word about our podcast. When we started this show in the middle of summer last year, we never imagined we'd have 25,000 downloads by the middle of summer this year. We salute you all, one and all. Keep spreading the word about The Trail Show. And a humble request to you, Trail Show Nation. Get a friend to listen this month. We know you've run into people that would enjoy this show, but their eyes glaze over when you tell them that, hey, there's this hiking podcast called The Trail Show that you've got to listen to. We've all run into these folks ourselves. People that aren't hip to the technology and the internets get all nervous when they hear the word podcast. Talk them down from the ledge, Trail Show Nation. I repeat, talk them down from the ledge. Tell them that a podcast is the same thing as a radio show. The only difference is that it's on the web and not on their FM tuner. The easiest way to get those folks on board is to tell them in a firm voice to go over to www.thetrailshow.com and click the play button. You can explain iTunes to them later. Thank you in advance for getting folks on board with what we do here, and what we do here is God's work. Today's show is sponsored by The Trail Show Bonus Show. And instead of us reading a nice promo copy, we've actually brought someone back from the dead to tell you a little bit about the bonus show. This month on the Trail Show Bonus Show. Hi, this is Eric Harry. You know, I like to listen to the Trail Show. And I was, I was just like always wondering, what's with all the, all the gear fear that those, those guys and gals seem to have? And... And then I heard that they're going to have a show that's that for $1.99 I can download and all they do is talk about gear. I just can't wait for that because finally I'll be able to find out why Mags chooses to roll up like a, like a hot dog in his tent instead of putting it up. And I can, I can hear the, the inner workings of Disco's praying mantis technique to get under his umbrella and eat his snack while all the other miserable hikers are out and are cold because of convection. Yes, this is a show that I definitely must have on my on my iPod because Jesus, Mary, and Scott Williamson, it's got to be interesting. The Trail Show Bonus Show. 
because one show a month just ain't enough. Currently available at cdbaby.com slash cd slash the trail show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Harry Carey for that nice promo read. Back from the dead, Cubs win. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, if your business or website is interested in advertising on The Trail Show, please email our advertising staff at sales at thetrailshow.com. We will continue to offer $50 off show sponsorships and $25 off segment sponsorships for first-time advertisers the rest of the summer. Partner with The Trail Show and get the word out about your business or website. That contact info again, D'Lo, is... Uh, one, one thing I just wanted to interject real quick. If anybody's interested in any franchise information for The Trail Show, you can please email our legal department at legal oh my gosh, at thetrailshow.com. That's right. We have uh, franchises available for all of you. Uh, one size fits all. We have all sorts of deals. Get in touch with our legal department for franchise information. And you can also get in touch with us for some other things at sales at thetrailshow.com. <laughs> Max. Well, for tonight, I want to put in a plug for our God Save Us from the Lightning at the Trail Show.com. <laughs> yeah. So we're here in, we're outside at we're, Historic Di Lorenzo Studios. This, this is a first ever outdoor trail show, correct? And, yes. And I'm looking at the foothills here in lovely Boulder, and I see lightning and black clouds as we're strapped in and surrounded by electrical equipment. And so. I hear sirens. Yeah. So if you hear blood curdling screams, Trail show listeners, pay no attention. And by the way, you're probably going to hear some ambient noise tonight. Like, I can hear people yelling in the background, like, off on your neighboring streets or something. Or maybe they're yelling at the lightning. I don't know. But anyway. They're all stoned. It's Boulder. The audio is going to be a little different tonight. But uh, I think you'll enjoy this outdoor podcast that we're doing here on Delo's deck. Would you call this the deck? I would call it the deck. Yeah, it's a covered deck. That's where we're at, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, and we have some just... Super dark gray clouds slowly drifting. Never mind the clouds. It's the lightning. Lightning back oh, to back man. to back. This one happened. We're doomed. Mags is, got, is capturing screenshots of the radar. Um, oh. not, I'm not sure if the National Weather Service has um, upped mm. the forecast to anything more, anything severe yet, other than just occasional isolated thunderstorms. But if they have, you know, God love us contact, and save us. There contact will be some... legal at thetrailshow.com. <laughs> oh, sorry. We got to move it on. Move it on. So let's set the table. Um, today we'll be covering, we got a lot of good audio from out in the field, Noodlehead's top 10 live from the Camino de Santiago. Mags, we got some outdoor trips to... A lot of outdoor trips we've all done. Colorado trail work. Woo! We have various backpacking trips and a car camping epiphany from D-Lo. That's right. And POD is fresh off the four-pass loop in the Maroon Bells Wilderness today. Yep. Hard off today. Still have mosquito bites. I've got a trail tip of the month, um, which actually I'm going to throw to Mags. He doesn't know that yet. But oh. So we've got an audio clip live from the Oregon Desert Trail cool. from Sage Clegg. We got some mailbag. We got some good letters again this month um, and some beer and bandwidth sponsorships to shout out. Amazing amount. Thank you. Let's see. Oh, we've got another great story from the Camino that involves a nun and a cat. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Jester's Embrace the Brutality, which I watched last night, and it left me very restless. It was a bad movie to watch the night before going to work. Yeah. And as always, Beer of the Month, Ask a Hiker with D-Lo, Ask a She-Hiker with P.O.D., Trail of the Month, and Trail News with Mags. So with that, we're going to get into my personal favorite segment on this entire show. 
Mike DiLorenzo's Beer of the Month. Yeah. All right, D-Lo. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what we're drinking. I, I haven't been prepped for this. Hold on a second. Come on, dude. This I is your segment. What do you mean you don't know? I have some information coming my way. I don't know why it's being passed to me in such an awkward manner. All right. Um, the July show's beer was provided by Brewery Riccoli. Head on over to their stellar brewery today, located in scenic Wheat Ridge, Colorado, located by the southwest corner of 44th Ave and Wadsworth Boulevard. Grab yourself a growler of Session IPA, right, Vienna Rye, Social Lube Scotch Ale, or any of their fine beers on tap, and you can always find them online at www.breweryricoli.com. They also have their own soda and root beer, so there's a little something at Brewery Ricoli for everybody. Wow. Bada boom. And we're going to be trying all three of those beers tonight. And I think we already broke open the right Vienna Rye, now, which is what, very tasty. Now, what's going on with these beers? There's something very interesting. You said that yes, they have... Yes, they, they actually... I heard an interview with the owner. It's interesting. He's, he's like a master brewer. But anyway, all of their beers are gluten-reduced. So they brew their beers like the normal way that most people would brew them. And then um, at the end, they add a special enzyme that eats the gluten. And it doesn't necessarily change the flavor of the beer or the alcohol content, but it makes the beer accessible for all beer drinkers. I like it. I would. I actually think that this is the future of brewing. Whoa! Whoa. 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 Yeah. Whoa. But That's... so, but gluten reduced doesn't necessarily mean gluten free. So if no, you do have, if you have celiac, you still yeah. can't do it. But if you just have like, you know, a, a minor to mid range allergy. allergy or something, maybe you can. Yeah. Okay. Dilo's getting nervous. We just saw lightning. And real quick, the so we broke open the um, the Vienna rye, and we actually don't have a write up on the Vienna rye. They do they do actually sell another rye stout, but that's not what we're drinking at the moment. It, it's their it, it's their new summer. You know, it's yeah, their, like summer and, and special. Would, what do you think, Max? You know, I mean, it's, I'm it's actually kind of a light. I'm digging it. It's light, but it has a really good flavor to it. Yeah, it, when they told me they were going to give me a rye, I was like. I know. Mm. I mean, I've had an, a lot of rye beers in the past. Yeah. It almost tastes like I'm eating like a wheat cracker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this but is this good. But this one doesn't. This one's it's very... It's a nice summer beer. Yeah, so very tasty. I'm, oh, you guys, this is great, you guys. I'm going to run inside the house and grab a crust of bread to... Uh, <laughs> Actually, I tried beer. to gank so some of your bread from inside, and it's moldy. So no, oh, D-Lo, man. well, no, you Come can just on. cut that off. It's not all. Moldy. I left it, so you could cut it off. Okay, yeah. So I need a crust of bread with my uh, gluten reduced beer. Anyway, thank you, Brewery Ricoli, for setting us up with a couple of growlers yes. of beer yes. for this month's That's show. Lovely. Yeah, this is really. I like this rye beer. Thumbs up. And there, once again, their website's breweryricoli.com, and it's R I C K O L I. Yep. That's Ricoli. Don't be confused. With that, let's go right into the Noodleheads top ten. Live from the Camino de Santiago. Hello, Trail Show. This is the Noodle Heads hiking the Camino de Santiago with your top 10 reasons to hike in France and Spain on the Camino de Santiago. Number 10, because the new $20 Appalachian Trail Smokies fee has you sworn off hiking in the United States. Number 9. You're not too sure about that camping thing. Number eight. Because you finally get to bust out your ultralight titanium fondue set. Number seven. You heard that Europeans are not too big on showering either. Number six. Because a sturdy baguette 
can easily replace a broken hiking pole. Number five, because Europeans have not heard any of your AT stories yet. <laughs> Number four, because Sobos can finally get married in France. Number three, Whoa. to see what happens when you order Freedom Fries in France. Number two, because you've been holding back your suppressed lisp and you can't wait to get to Spain to unleash it. And the number one reason to hike in France and Spain on the Camino de Santiago is... Because kilometers are shorter than miles. <laughs> well, that went well, didn't it? Yeah, except I kind of wish that we had that one in there that was to finally figure out which way to face on the bidet. What do you mean which way to face? That's, that's not a foot washer? Ew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, but bidets are really clean. You can probably wash any part of your body in there if you really wanted to. You know, we we stayed at a place last summer in Spain that had a bidet, and I, I actually had to watch some YouTube instructions on how one would use a bidet, and I'm not convinced that they're very sanitary. I'm, I'm going to spare you the details. I've never, I've never actually used one. I'd always just use the toilet paper. And well, I think most people use them that. these days for foot washing. Yeah. Oh, that's for real? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well I'll Whoa. have to marinate on that for a bit. <laughs> foot washing, huh? All right, clean feet. Trips. We've done a lot of trips since the last show. So where should we begin? The Colorado Trail trail work. Yeah. Of course. I mean, that, that was. it's good to give back. It was a lot of fun. Now, now who was there from the trail show again? Well, we had our... Wait, didn't we talk about this last trail show? We were getting ready to do oh, okay, the, right, the trail. Right. We had our two-time guest panelist and future Silver City resident. Eric Hearsay Payne. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We had the uh, badass hiker chick, P.O.D. Yes. Ew. And we had Mr. Disco. Yeah, I was there. I, I think I was there. You were you there. You were there. Uh, who was missing from the trail show crew? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's who. D'Lo? <laughs> Hey man, I I got a lot of stuff I've been working on. Mulch? Here, Were you mulching or? I think that weekend I was moving about a couple cubic yeah. yards of mulch around. Okay. Actually, yeah. I think that you were camping that weekend. Oh, actually, you're right. That was yeah, that was our that, very first car camping experience. Well, Leo, was that when you had the epiphany? That yes. was when I was. Well, it wasn't more of an epiphany. It was more of just an embarrassment. <laughs> just a, a brute embarrassment. Well, what? That, well, should we wait to? No, this is a good segue. Okay. Okay. So, um, I value myself i i respect myself personally as a well-established hiker i feel like i know how to do these things i'm sorry I, you said value yourself and well well respected and it, it brought back some memories of some other stuff anyway go ahead please except you know we roll up to do this car camping trip with uh, a bunch of other families with little kids and here I am without my dual burner Coleman stove. <laughs> I, d- I had, instead oh of gosh. camp chairs, I had Crazy Creeks. Um, <laughs> I had a freaking pocket rocket. Ooh, high I had, rolling. I had hey, man, instant, don't knock the pocket rocket. I had rocket. instant crystallized coffee. Well, granted, it was organic, but whatever. It was crystallized. <laughs> Wait, well, hold on. Sounds like some coffee. kind of Pearl Street nonsense, if or, you ask but me. But the top, the kicker, Mags, the kicker was on Saturday night when everybody was cooking dinner. We we cooked up some rice and beans over the pocket rocket, and people were cooking portobello burgers over charcoal. People had like marinated like sausage and stuff. It was crazy, and I just have never felt so embarrassed in my life. So I I looked at it rather than um, 
a belittling and humbling experience, which it was. But rather than focusing on that, I really focused on how I could improve myself, how I could improve my car camping skills, how I could, what, what I could bring to the table the next time that my wife, child, and I went car camping. The child and that is Wife, Leo. child. And with that, um, I, I, I took away from that weekend pointers, things that I could do to make my world better. And right before we went camping last weekend for the 4th of July, I, I followed through and I, I acted on those things. And I, and, I full, and I pulled it together. And we had a magnificent car camping experience this weekend. I had a table. A table. What? I had a table. Come on, a table. man. I had two camp chairs. You're Actually, soft, I, bro. I found well, you can only hike so far with a freaking twenty-two pound kid in your back, man. He doesn't like to be in this. Suck it for up, too long. dude. It's not me who's sucking it up. It's this little kid who's crying in your ear. Have you ever tried to walk <laughs> down a trail with a little twenty-two pound man I have. on your back yelling in your ear? I have. It ain't, never. It ain't, it ain't all that fun, man. I'm never. It ain't never gonna fun. get played out like it's that. It's like you bro. got this little dude. His head's like you know half the size of yours, and it's right in your ear and he ain't happy and he's letting you know that so you can't go too far with these little dudes so anyways that's hence the car camping right so what's the epiphany bring more stuff the epiphany is just you got to do it right you got to plan it out i planned out the meals right we had the meals planned out i had ground coffee i had a french press come on man i had a french press i had a table that folded up mags what's he talking about it was crazy. I That's had what dual, we're going to do this weekend, too. I had the dual burner Coleman stove, man. I had the French press. I had, like... I had, so, one of the big things that I was missing the last car camping experience when I felt completely embarrassed was a plate. I yeah. didn't have a plate. No plate? I didn't have you a You don't bowl. need a plate. You just need a spoon. No, you need a plate, man. I'm telling you. See, this is the difference between car camping and backpack. Dude, you just eat, eat out of your stuff sack. What's the problem? Bars, man. Come on. Those bars uh, Max, are please. Coffee. I was going to say, I think his epiphany is he's embracing the stage of his life. You've relinquished the brutality, and now you've embraced... No, I still relinquish the brutality. There was plenty of brutality, even though we were like front country he, camping. He was screaming in the ear. There was lots of mosquitoes. It Ooh. rained every night. Um, we had to put deed on our little one-year-old child, you know? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> come yeah, on, it man. Great. It was great. That's you know? not allowed in Boulder, dude. Sure it is. You just put on his clothes. It's fine. And it was very interesting because the mosquitoes didn't seem to uh, take to him too well. That's good. Yeah, and you know what? He loves camping because he gets to eat all the dirt he wants. And rocks, man. Don't forget about the rocks. He eats the dirt and rocks. There's dirt and rocks everywhere. It's great. It's great. All right. Well, Well, what else? P.O.D., you've done a couple red tent trips. Wait, I think Max Well, I was saying just a really quick finish of our Colorado Trail experience. Yeah. We should at least say what we did. It was, what, an eight-mile stretch broken up between two teams, so 16 miles total, and it was... By um, Collegiate Peaks and yeah, Harvard Lakes Harvard area. Lakes area. And, and a lot of high elevation trail work, too. I was well, definitely how many feeling blo- it. How many blowdowns did we clear? Oh, gosh. I think it was... 30 or 40? Yeah, 30 or 40 between both teams. I'm just kidding. I was no, totally being hyperbolic I was going to say seven or eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I Well... Maybe, yeah. So it was like quite a few. Cleared, yeah, we, we cleared some blowdowns. It was good. We cleaned 30 or 40 minus 10 or 20, you know. But... But Forget there, about it. Rumor has it there's an embarrassing photo of some of the trail show crew out there. Yeah, yeah, drinking some very oh yeah. um, not me some some very bad beer basically. Yeah, kind of light and bud like. What do you think, Pod? How was your uh, trail day work? It was good. Yeah. I carried a bag of Clemmies the whole way and then passed them out at the end. That was wonderful. So for the people that aren't in the know, what are Clemmies? Clementines, okay. cuties. Yeah, they're like oranges but yeah, smaller. It was good. 
Are they oranges from Florida? <laughs> They're not. They were probably from like, you know, Portugal or Brazil or somewhere down south. And I just guided my first uh, backpacking trip. Yeah, Woo! the red tent trip. So The red that? tent trip. It was all women. You're following <laughs> the steps of Uncle Maggie over there. Yep, yeah, all yeah. women. And I learned a lot. I thought I had done su- uh, significant research, but uh, what I've learned a couple of things. One is that I need to better vet the participants to make sure everybody's at about the same fitness level. Mm-hmm. Mm. And two, I'm never going to take people out someplace that I haven't hiked myself. Because yeah. even though I read about it, uh, we, we did the uh, Goose Creek Loop in the Lost Creek Wilderness. And it seemed, I tried to think about it in terms of people that had never even been camping before. And it seemed doable and all that stuff. Um, and in the end, it was, the, the real challenge was that there were two groups within the six people. There were some people that were active. And then there were two people that don't do any exercise at all. And those people were really slow because, you know. They're at 10,000 feet in there. Or higher. We yeah. went up to like 11 something. And so, yeah, it was it was good. I think um, it didn't go exactly how I planned. I ran into a little nasty group from the YMCA in Winter Park. And I followed up with a nasty letter to YMCA headquarters. Boom. Wow. YMCA Winter Park. Don't right. mess with P.O.D. And um, Why maybe, they maybe, we, maybe we should save that whole story for a bonus show. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that for a bonus show. Because it, it's a rather lengthy story, it but it's pretty damn good. Yeah. So anyway, um, but basically uh, it was tough because there were two girls that were really struggling. And I actually felt, um, I was pretty proud of myself because I was really patient the whole time. I encouraged everybody the whole time. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know. I'm not like that usually. You're very impatient and unencouraging. Exactly. (laughs) And um, I actually, when we got to the high point of the day, it was like later in the day and everyone was tired and these two girls were really struggling. These were all teachers from my school. And uh, I actually ran up to the top, ran back down, got the girls pack, ran it up to the top, ran back down, got the other girls pack and ran it up to the top. So I felt pretty proud of myself. Yeah. Anyway. Everybody lived, and they all wrote me and said that that they all learned things about themselves. And that they felt a lot of them told me that they were really oh proud because well, they did more than they thought they were had was ever possible for them to do. I mean, for someone who does nothing, I mean, this yeah. is a big. I mean, eight miles a day in the wilderness with a full pack—that's pretty yeah. impressive. In a twenty-mile total loop over the weekend. I mean, if you're coming off the couch with no exercise at all, yeah, that is not an easy weekend. Hike. Before I did my girls' backpacking trip, I actually went up to Crested Butte and did a bunch of hiking up there. And I did two 14ers uh, outside of Lake City. Wow. Big ups. Red Cloud and Sunshine. And it was kind of cool because I did my first 14er 10 years ago on the Colorado Trail. I did Mount Albert with Trainwreck. And I did these two peaks with Trainwreck and another friend. Nice. And then also I just got back today uh, from the Four Pass Loop, which I had done previously with Disco and MacGyver. But... Which, I, which I'm convinced is the most scenic 25-mile loop in Colorado. I, I was going to say mile for mile is one of the most it famous was really in Colorado. You've done it, Mags? Yep. D'Lo? Yeah, but I, uh, I actually extended it and made it like a 36-mile loop. What? How, doing what? Geneva Lake option. I came oh. from, uh, no, I came from Snowmass. I was going to say, I that wouldn't make Snowmass. it 36. Yeah. No, it was, it was actually three nights. It was three nights. It no, was but long. going up to Geneva wouldn't add yeah. that I think it's about 30. Yeah. Yeah. No, I came, I came from Snowmass, East Snowmass Creek or something. Yeah. I'm actually gonna. I'm Geneva's gonna, not that far. 
I'm going to put a link up to, um, there's a guy, the website stuckintherockies.com. He put up a good trip report and map about the four pass loop. I'm going to post it on our Facebook page. It's highly recommended. The only thing is that if you're coming from the lowlands, you are going to go over four 12,000 foot passes and And it's going to, it's going to hurt you if if you're not acclimatized. You're going to sleep high a couple nights. Um, we, we camped last night at Snowmass Lake, which is at 10, 9, 50 or something like that. And there was a group that had driven out from Michigan and then hiked up from oh. Snowmass. Oh, man. Um, and. Puking? Was there puking? One of the kids, I woke me up at like 10. They were all like college freshmen and there were some adults too. And one of the kids was throwing up and, um, yeah, I tried to convince them that they needed to put their headlamps on and get down, get yeah. him down. Um, they said they were going to reevaluate in the morning, so I don't know. Poor bastard. Hopefully it worked out, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really great. All right. Um, when we come back, I, I uh, Mags? Did, I did some trips. Oh, geez, man. I, I, I tell <sighs> you what. I tell you what. Let's take a break. When we, right. we come back, we'll hear about what Mags did, then we'll get into my trail tip of the month. Oh, Woo. is that where we have that music? Get on the trail. That music. My God, Polly. I ate some bad bologna. The Trail Show. live from Boulder, Colorado. It's The Trail Show. You can always find us at www.thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. Mags, what trips did you do? Well, it, it's sir? funny. POD mentioned the Lost Creek Wilderness. I was there myself three weeks ago. Okay. Just outside of Bailey. The other classic loop there, it's roughly mm-hmm. 25 miles. Very mellow. Goes along the Colorado Trail. It was really nice. Wildflowers are out, and it was pleasant, and didn't have to drive far. And I saw a couple of Colorado Trail through hikers. That was kind of cool. Oh, cool. And I saw, as we spoke earlier, I saw a gentleman you know from Pacific Crest Trail. Yeah, from 04. Um, Siesta. Siesta. Shout Siesta. out, Siesta. Right. Yeah, I hiked um, in and around Siesta right. from the Softleys up into the beginning of the Sierra. Yeah, and it's just funny. He had kind of that thru-hiker look, though, even though yeah. he wasn't thru-hiking. Yeah. For a weekend like me, but at the small pack, he had poles, he had... Well, what was he doing in Colorado? Because he lives in the East Coast, right? No, he moved to Denver. And no I told him, way. And I told him, you should write me. Well, yeah, know, yeah. I know Disco very well, and there's a big community. And Wow, so very that was cool. Kind of, Wow. Hey, speaking of the thru- I smell rain. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, it's the sprinklers. Oh, sure. okay. That's speaking good. Speaking of the thru-hiker oh, thru- look, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Our boy Dilo over here. Sorry, is wearing- there was just like lightning moving sideways He's wearing a headlamp. Speaking of the thru-hiker look, I was looking at my pictures of my friend Kat and I. She went on the four-pass loop with me from the four-pass loop. And it's like every single picture, I look like a freaking homeless person. And she looks like she just got out of her Pilates class. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
she looks good. I mean, she looks great, and I just look like a bag lady. Can I, can I just say that's kind of the look that I'm going for when I go hiking nowadays? <laughs> the, the, no, the Pilates? No, oh, yeah, Pilates, I want to okay. look like I just came out of a Pilates class. <laughs> well, you kind of do just naturally. Yeah, I mean. I've actually stopped wearing shorts over my spandex. You know, if you didn't effect. wear your shirts, you would really look like you just came out of <laughs> What, Pilates. if I just exposed my ripped upper body, you mean? Yeah, and the hair yeah. and yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned the child. I went on a children's backpack. Whoa, oh, segway. Right. Oh, nice. Bingo. Yeah. Ding, 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 you know, ding. I'm very close to my friend's sons. They call me Uncle Mags. Uncle Mags, hey there. Forget about it. Every good little Jewish boy needs a crazy Italian uncle. I agree. But I'm by the, the way, crazy uh, Italian uncle. Don't, don't call yourself Uncle Mags in front of my wife. Why? <laughs> she, they call me Uncle Mags. <laughs> what, why? Is there, a, is there I an never. Issue? I never say Uncle Mags in front of Leo. <laughs> is there There's a story here. Is there <laughs> oh, an issue? oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, that was scary. Right. Was I that like I... sideways bolts of lightning cruising yeah, across the sky? Yeah, it was cloud-to-cloud lightning, but it oh, looked man. a little close to the DiLorenzo Studio Plex. Now, I never refer myself to as an uncle to Leo, so no worries. You hear there. that thunder? There man. it is, people. That's the thunder. It's wow. Okay. Well, anyway, it was just a really nice children's <laughs> backpacking trip. We made lemon slushies and... Oh, cool. Yeah, he he dug it. Packed in Cokes and nice. everything. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Only three miles one way, but hey, it was, it was a good children's trip. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. you did it, it, was it like a one overnight kind of deal? We actually got to the trailhead on Friday night, hiked in half a mile, hiked okay. by headlamp, which he thought was really cool. Ooh, okay. And made camp and hiked in Saturday, made base camp there and hiked out Sunday. You guys didn't oh, want to cool. just camp at the car Friday night and drink beer? <laughs> well, <what? laughs> yeah. Here you go, Avery. <laughs> yeah, come on, What's man. Good deal, man. Six year old can have a beer you, in the you're woods. Pro- right? You're promoting underage alcoholism. Why? <laughs> because I think I think one of the big problems with America is that we're too afraid of alcohol. Oh, do you? We're too afraid to introduce <laughs> our young Great. children to alcohol. Yeah, here, Avery. Here's a double IPA. <laughs> <laughs> you can send all hate oh. mail to Delo at the Trail Show or Maybe. legal legal at the yes, Trail Show. Send your uh, legal qualms to legal at the Trail Show dot com. Don't worry, they'll be forwarded to me, and I will review them judiciously. Um, but we could save the uh, gluten reduced beers for our young children. That would be there. Helpful. We go. Yeah. Speaking of the beers, I noticed that some of you have tapped into other things. So, what are you drinking, and what do you think? The IPA. Uh, yeah, I, Magus and I both tapped into the Session IPA, which is, I, I like it a lot. They have a they have like three different IPAs they sell. One's a double, and then they have two regular IPAs, and this is my favorite of the regular. So, it's not too hoppy, but it's definitely hoppy enough to know you're drinking an IPA. I've moved on to the Scotch. The um, Social Lube. Not the Scotch, but the Social Lube. Yeah, the Scotch <laughs> Ale. Um, because we only drink beer here on the trail show, people. That's correct. Let me read a brief description Hold of the, a second. the social finish. lube. Oh, yeah, uh, please do. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, so. If you will. I will. The scotch, I'm sorry, the social lubricant scotch ale is 8% alcohol by volume, so it's a little steep. Winds are picking up here. It's getting a little crazy. <laughs> a little thunder. Anyway, it's a traditional style scotch ale. Um, it's got golden promise malt with a touch of roast barley, boiled extensively to concentrate the caramel flavors with just the stingiest amount of English hops. So, Dilo, what's your what's I, your take? I was going to be a lot more. Um, oh, I feel the rain coming. I was just oh, going to say that, that I like this one the best because it seems to have the most flavor to me. The se- the session, yeah, the, the session, session IPA, IPA. It was good. It was more tasty than what was the first one. Um, the first one was the rye. The I like rye, the rye the best. The rye myself. was a really good, like, sipping beer for a yeah, hot summer. That's yeah, like a hot that's day. the point. Yeah. That's, hot day. That's yeah. why I got it. The Session IPA was a step up from that, a little bit more flavor. Yeah. And I'm not usually a big Scotch Ale fan, but this, of these three, has the most flavor tonight, and I'm actually digging it the most. And see, I'm 
I'm not a Scotch Ale fan, but I do like theirs. I haven't gotten into it yet, but I really, I really like the Session IPA, Dilo. I tell you, okay. you need to give it another try. Sir. I will. I'll, I'll move back to it. Okay, that sounds good. Hey, real quick. Hey, 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 Dilo. What? And now it's time for Disco's Trail Tip of the Month. All right, this month Max doesn't know it, but I'm going to throw it to him. So Pod and I have had. Various amounts of half-used, quarter-used, three-quarter-used, oh, yes. left, leftover isobutane canisters at our home. Oh, I think I know where you're going with people, this. People come out to do hikes. They, they can't take the canisters on the plane. They leave them with us. So we've been trying to use them up. And Is in that the last, you got all those? Yes. I wondered about in that. In the last like week or two, we've used up, I think, four. So now we've got a bunch of empty metal isobutane canisters. And I was perusing one of my favorite websites the other day. You hear that wind? PMAGS.com. D'Lo, you're familiar with that one. Uh-huh. And I was looking around, and Mr. Mags actually has a write-up on what to do with those spent isobutane canisters. You can recycle them. You can, but... There's an easy... There's can, an easy method that Mags has patented and perfected. Well, you know, you can buy things from Jetboil. That's like 15 bucks, and I think Snow Peak sells one. But all you need to do is just light your stove, let all the gas go out, let it air out for... An hour. In a very well-ventilated yeah. area. Wow. Whoa. I'm sure the listeners My heard that. Catholicism is coming back I big can, time. I counted to ten people. That's that's two miles away from us. Okay. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, all you do is get, get a church key can opener. And yeah. just puncture it once all the gas is out. Put, I don't know, eight punctures in it. Yeah. Right, used or empty on with a sharpie, you know, permanent marker. Put yeah. your recycle bin. So we want to we want to like emphasize one point. You have to absolutely make sure all the gas is out. But you have to do that with any of those methods. Yeah, I know. That's but true. before you take a church key to it, you want to make sure. Oh, that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You light yeah. it, and, and then just leave it open. Yeah, just leave it open for a good hour or two. Yeah, and do it in a well ventilated place. Right, and you've done this before. I've. Half a dozen times at least. Okay, we've never done it, so we're going to follow, follow your method. And if something bad happens, we're going to be emailing legal, legal. at thetrailshow.com. By the way, I just cashed another one over this, this last hike. Oh, so now we've got like five? Four. I've cashed okay, four, four of these mostly empty canisters on my but, two trips. But you saw one on the uh, the deck of my house. Yeah, I did. Uh, calling your municipality first, but most allow you just to put in recycle bin. Yeah, yeah and, that, and that's what we're, we've got commingled recycling in Denver. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to throw it. We're going to, we're going to do the church key method and then throw it in the recycle bin and see what happens. And we're out. Let's move on people. We got a, from the trail trip report from our embedded Oregon desert trail correspondent, Sage Clegg. She's actually, um, she's finishing her Oregon desert trail through hike either today or tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Let's give it up for Sage. Wow. Is that Not, the very first Oregon Desert it Trail is through hiker? The, the very okay. first one, and I'm hoping maybe for the August show we can either get her on Skype or do a pre-recorded interview or something. But I, I kind of want to get, um, you know, kind of her post trail thoughts. But what we have for you tonight is some on trail thoughts from Sage. Um, she sent this to me about a week ago, so here we go. This is Sage Clegg calling in from the Oregon. Desert Trail, a brand new route that I'm uh, walking to see if it's walkable. So far, 
I've come 580 something miles and uh, it's been walkable. <laughs> it's a doable route and not only is it doable, but it's been pretty darn enjoyable. Um, I think hopefully our hiker community will actually enjoy this one a bit. It's a lot like the Grand Enchantment Trail. This is a, another high desert basin and range walk out in the Pacific Northwest, but the dry side of the Pacific Northwest. Um, definitely cruising through sagebrush country up here. Every now and then there's a juniper forest and every now and then, every very rare now and then, there's a ponderosa forest that you get to walk through. Pretty soon, coming up, I'll be walking down a giant canyon. So, pretty excited about that. I get um, about 110 miles, as best I can figure, in down in the Oahe Canyon, um, the Oahe River Canyon. Should be pretty exciting. I'm a little bit nervous about it, going in there solo. If it gets too creepy, I will figure out a way to get out and walk the rim. I'm ready, especially during this heat wave. It's about, uh, it's projected to be in the, like 105, I think, today out here. Um, got up to 103 yesterday. I hid out in a hotel and took my zero day. I've allotted myself one legit zero on this hike, and uh, I took it. <laughs> this route goes over about 10 ranges and through the basins in between them. Some of the ranges get quite alpine and it's really, really cool, literally and figuratively. Um, like the Steens Mountains are pretty amazing and uh, even had to play on a little snow up there. <laughs> had to crawl over a cornice to get down to Wild Horse Lake, which is one of the lakes that uh, that um, is up there. and. It's just beautiful alpine tarn and uh, then the next day from Wild Horse Lake just to show the contrast of this trail um, <laughs> walked down and about 20 miles later found myself in a place called the Alverd Desert which is basically just a bunch of dry lakes giant dry lakes um, and there's hot springs and it's kind of total total contrast to the alpine environment but really neat and it's all right next to each other and every day has been a constant adventure I don't really know what I'm going to see next and it's always a little bit different and uh, then there's kind of like a pause button between the excitement um, where I walk through big chunks of just kind of flattish sage land and forces me to appreciate some of the more subtle, subtle beauty. Like right now I'm watching two red tails fly after each other and uh, they must be trying to catch a thermal off of this rim. So right now I'm walking about, probably about 400 yards from a rim um, that drops down about, I bet, a thousand feet to the valley below. All right, and there it is. A quick trail update from Sage Clegg. And like I said, I think she's finishing the trail today or tomorrow in eastern Oregon. I cool. think the best part of that commentary was when she said, 
Oh, yeah, and today it got up to 105, <laughs> and yesterday it was 103. <laughs> yeah, we're going to... Yeah. And here I am walking through a bunch of sagebrush, and I can just imagine oh. that there ain't no shade anywhere. No. And it's 105 degrees. Oh, granted, it's a dry heat. No, everybody, every, all of our listeners be known that it's a dry heat, but it's still 105 degrees. Max. But she sounds so positive about it. Yeah. She's, she's having job. a great time. She's yeah. enjoying it. She's one of those people. And she's happy all the time. Yeah, I'd, I'd be excited to uh, get her live on the show because yeah. it'd be very interesting to just hear more from her because she is so I would happy. trade hiking that Oregon sagebrush yeah. for my air-conditioned office in a heartbeat. You say that now, but when you're under 105-degree heat with not a tree in sight, what do you do, man? I'll never pine for the salt mine. Yeah, I, no, I got you, man. You get I'm, up, you I'm, get up at four in the morning, and you hike until about ten. Take yeah. a siesta, and then you start again at four. And then you hide <laughs> under some sagebrush. Yeah, for sagebrush provides some hours. shade. I got a trail tip of the month. Can I get my music? Come on. Wait a minute. No. B- before we move away from sage's piece, should I save it? Sa- save it for a second. Okay. Real quick. Um, her name is Sage. Sage Clay. Oh. Isn't that kind of this appropriate? This is what my trail tip has to do with. Uh, well, we'll check this amazing. out. So it's amazing. If you want to get more info on her hike, go to onda.org. That's the Oregon Natural Desert Association. And Onda. And Dilo, what what, do you, what were you going to say, sir? Sage brush makes a wonderful deodorant. If uh, Sage, if you're here listening, we go. Sage, you've only got a day or two left on a trail. <laughs> but if you need to hitchhike anywhere. Take the sagebrush, Wait a minute. rub it on your feet, rub you're, it under your arms, and then stick that big thumb and out. And you're I guarantee changing your tip of the month, dude. You yeah. said you said sunscreen, man. Now you've changed it to sagebrush. Yeah. Hey, no, it's all about reducing the body odor. It's all about numbing. numbing but but the body we came odor. up with the reverse delo, and now we're gonna have to change that where we rub sage on us to, <laughs> so that you, you shove know. pieces of sage up your nose <laughs> when someone farts or somewhere else. Hey, hey, that might work. That might work. All right, moving on. Moving on. Let's get into the mailbag. Oh, where's my mailbag button? You, get, you have there a sound? Oh, well, you got some sound for the mailbag. Oh, great. Yeah. I thought maybe it'd be like people actually, you know, letter carriers <laughs> at work or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, what does that sound like, letter carriers at work? You know, I don't know, but I bet you could Google it and find out. So we had we had two letters. I've got one of them. Mags, do you have a letter or no? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. All right, why don't we start with you, sir? Well, actually, this is directed at you. Oh, d- what? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's from Dave Chenault, very well-known backpackinglight.com person. Yes. And he wants to know, Disco, what's with all the ski hate? Oh, I'm, Dave, I'm going to shut it down. If, 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 if you make Mags read this this letter. No, Dave. no, that's pretty much it. Why oh. all the ski hate? Well, that's what do you mean, why? Because we, we do a hiking podcast, not a freaking ski podcast. It's Come on, It's the trail Dave. show. You can backpack on skis. Dave, I got much respect for your work, man. I, I, know, <laughs> I know, you know, you're well known in the hiking circles, but, but listen, man, this is not a ski show. We don't do ski. Mags and Dilo tried to talk about it, and I shut the show down. That's how, that's how we roll, okay? This is a, this is a trail show, I, not a ski show. I went climbing this past week. Climbing's cool. Climbing's cool. Okay. That's, that's in the same genre. Climbing is not hiking. Climbing is not. That's oh, correct, and since Elon. we're going on a tangent here, while I was while I spent seven hours at Snowmass Lake doing nothing, Kat and I both said how cool it would be to have a pack raft there. Hey, is this mailbag? Float around. Are, yeah. are we doing mailbag or what? What are we doing? Yep. Okay. She sent me a letter about it. We so got sure. <laughs> yeah. nice save. Nice we, save. We got an amazing letter from Tom Trip the Light McGee, and it reads as follows: Dear Trail Show, I have enclosed some. Donation for beer, 
not gear. Please put it to good use. I don't know if you all realize just how much the trail show means to me and probably other hikers. First of all, just to be able to have four hiking friends sit down and just chat about hiking and all that comes with that, i.e. gear, to have or not have children, how it forms the direction of your life, what is long distance hiking, etc. This year I will be finishing my section hike of the PCT, going from Stevens Pass to Manning Park. I started 40 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Other trails seem to get in the way of completing the PCT. I began hiking when I was 18, and at the end of this year, I will have over 28,000 trail miles on my feet. I wish it were more. I've never really thought about achieving an award for hiking until I became involved with Alda West and listening to The Trail Show. You have inspired me to hike for the Triple Crown Award. So that is where I'm heading. Finish the PCT this year, through hike the AT next year, and then the CDT. I am armed with a new trail name, Trip the Light, thanks to Bud, and I'm heading out to see with new eyes all that I can. Thank you for your inspiration and keep doing the trail show. See you all on the trail. Tom, Trip the Light McGee. Hey, Tom, many thanks for the donation and the letter. It means that, a whole lot to us. That it was, was an awesome letter. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh. Yes, Max. I, I did find our other leather, uh, letter. Oh, we had another one? Yeah, on the Facebook. Okay. What From one we of our more ardent fans, Mr. Evan K. Okay. So he just says, more gear talk, less bear talk. Talk about tents, sleeping bags, stoves on a down-to-earth level for the average hiker. Talk about footwear and jackets. And, and, and Mags, what was your response to him? <laughs> you know, that sounds like a great idea for your own podcast. Yeah, you know, so this is, we did that. That was the bonus show. Yeah, yeah. So except we talked. This, this is a good chance to, to address something. Show, so we're we're over fourteen episodes in and over a year into our podcast, and it's it's pretty obvious by now. I mean, our motto is less gear, more beer. Yes, and we've been doing the same format for over a year, and we're still getting requests. From people that want us to do a gear show. And being serious, I think there's wonderful online resources. You need to know about gear. I realize that. And online resources can be much more in-depth than we ever could. And it's boring. Yeah. That's so, the thing. It's boring. Who wants to listen to that? So, no one. You know, I... Well, if you do want to listen to it, you can head over to cdbaby.com slash cd slash the trail show, and you can download <laughs> our first ever bonus show, uh, let which me just was say, all about gear. Let me just say that our bonus show has actually inspired me to go out and buy new gear. And I haven't bought new gear, hiking gear, in like... Since Earl Schaefer. Since Earl Schaefer Since the Grandma Gatewood years. Since Earl Schaefer walked the earth, I have not bought new gear. <laughs> Which Mike? Because he passed away for you. Know, well, anyway, five years ago or something, right? Yeah, yeah. so that actually may be true. I probably have. So you're done mourning, and now you can go buy new gear. I'm out of mourning. I've stopped wearing black. I bought some new gear, inspired solely by the gear that I saw in the trail. Yeah, show. it was pretty fun to watch Dilo like <laughs> jaw dropping. Yeah, he was just like amazed at some of the stuff that here they had. <laughs> Wait, do you guys see me hiking next weekend, man? I'm just gonna blow you away. You don't? You think my car camping was amazing? Wait, you see the gear epiphany on my my. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. 15-mile-a-day hikes. Great. Okay. So I'm going to put in a plug for an online magazine called semirad.com. Okay. And they had the best gear review I've ever seen. 
for so, shoes. So this Evan K could go to this magazine well, listen, and it was, get what he wants. It's about right? shoes. He says, "I have shoes. They work. I've used them for getting ice cream and running a six k, and they can probably do ten k. But I've never tried it. They're shoes and they work. And that that's come on, man. That's not the level of detail that our listeners. It was my favorite demand. gear review ever. It <laughs> had a picture of him with skis walking on snow. And if you, too, want to see that gear review, head over to Facebook.com slash The Trail Show. Yes, and it's a, one, it's a great gear review. P.O.D., do you, have, do you have something? I would like to move the conversation forward. Okay, okay, well, we've got some beer and bandwidth sponsor folks to shout out. What do we have? Who's got the list? I do. All right, P.O.D., it's yours. Uh, we've had a lot of donations of late. Uh, we have Malware. Yeah, that's Curtis Ware's daughter. Yeah. Whoop, Another, whoop. it's it's, a, it's all in the family, man. All kinds of repeat offenders. Bobby Walters again, God, big up. super fans. P one man, P one. Bobby She's Walters, like our number one. Bobby, Bobby. I like Bobby Walters' um, Facebook avatar. It's a it's a mug of beer. I can get behind that. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, Jared King. Word. Big uh, ups, Jared. Yep, Diane Gluckstern. Thank you, Diane. Diane Pinker. Diane Pinker sent me an email about the umbrella. I can, I can both. Yep. Hey, Diane, I, I sent your response, so check it out. Richard Pennell. Big ups, Dick. Randall Welch. Thanks, Randall. Greg Brulette of Brulette. Yeah. Guitars, baby. CBGuitars.com. Check out his GB. website. Really GB Another, guitars. Oh, GB. Right. Yeah. GBGuitars.com. Another repeat offender. Wayne Norman. Thank you, Wayne. Michel. Jerkenstam. Oh, was that the gentleman from Sweden? And yes. don't you know, I put that letter in the mail just this morning with the extra postage going Boom. to Sweden. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Jurgensen sent us a donation in June when we were giving out trail show stickers to donators. And we sent stickers across the pond, people. We got we stickers, trail show stickers going to hey, Sweden. Is that where Biggerstaff is from? Nah, no, bigger, no. Nah, come Wales on. Wales. Wales. Oh, okay. Wales. And uh, Tim Harrell of uh, uh, TowerofEden.com. And that Thank was you, today. Tim. That was today. Wow. Yes. Way that's, to get in under the wire. That's a current list you've got there, P.O.D. Very current. Thanks to Magpie over there. I, I didn't do any of this work because I was out hiking the whole time. We haven't been recording. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, try to find a boo, boo on there. Where, Where's our boo sound effect? No, that's I yay. I'm envious. All right. Actually, let's see. Should we go to break? What do you guys want to we do? We just went to break. Yeah. Okay. Tell the story. I mean, we're on the deck. All right. We're drinking beer. It's All a story right. time. We're going we're gonna to let Rigatoni tell a story about a nun and a cat. So this is Rigatoni, Noodlehead. I am hiking the Camino de Santiago, and I am submitting a story to you. It's June 2013, and as you probably know by now, the, on the Camino you've got just an assortment of different lodging options and none of them being your tent. Um, there's jeets in France which are bunk houses and people's houses that let you in and a lot of times you might be staying in a monastery or a abbey or you know who knows what but there's no there's no shortage of different assortment of places to stay and so one night finds us in France at a, a nunnery basically where there's only three nuns in this old, you know, 1400s building, and the south end has been kind of refurbished to allow pilgrims to stay there. And uh, we're just loving it because they even cook dinner for you, and they make breakfast for you, and it's just 
a respite from the, the, the rain that we were having. And anyway, we love these three nuns that are at this cloistered nunnery. And they're, each one is very old, like, you know, pushing 75. Um, but they look you straight in the eye and they just beam with love. And it's, it's a place that makes you feel real good after a long day walking. And one of the nuns who only spoke French, and I spoke some passable French, so she comes to me and she says, will you come downstairs with me and help me with this, this English on this sign that I'm making that's on a door downstairs. So I go down in the basement with her and there's a door with three, you know, uh, three things written on it, French, Spanish, and English. And in the French and Spanish, I can understand that it says, this door needs to be left open because the cat needs to get to its litter box. And then the English, it says, and I quote, please leave the door open because of the pussy. So I read the English and I was kind of suppressing a little of a little laughter, I guess you could say, because I'm down there alone with this bent over nun and she's very cute and buen camino. And um, so I, uh, I go, well, yeah, you know, we'll want to we'll wanna work on that a little bit, we'll, you know, miss massage the the verbiage and the adjectives a bit to give it you know, more color and whatever. And uh, so she gives me this little golf pencil that barely has a lead and I'm trying to scratch out the P word and um, it's, you know, you can still totally see it no matter how hard I scratch. So I'm like, I don't know how to ask for a Sharpie or that I need a Sharpie, but, and um, so I like run upstairs and try to find a pen and I find a pen and it doesn't work and it kind of works and I'm kind of scratching the word out. and. Pretty soon, I've pretty much decimated the, the whole word, and it's just like breaks through and, and creates this little rectangle where it used to be. And I feel like the nun is, the whole time, she's like, oh, that's good. That's, you know, it's, and I'm like, no, we want to, we just want to make that word disappear because, <laughs> you know, just poof, like it needs to be gone. In the, anyway, um, so I, I pretty much cut the hole out of the paper and insert a carrot, and with my crappy pencil, I insert the word kitty cat, which is as good as I could do at that moment, but uh, it just had me laughing the whole time because I just picture her literally translating that sign and, you know, wanting to be cute and the three cloistered nuns and a sign that says, keep this door open because of the, well, you know. Anyway, life on the Camino de Santiago. I uh, recommend it to all who want to go have a... Uh, different style through hike it is uh you can leave your tent at home out here but that's a whole other story all right guys live from the camino this is rigatoni signing off you know i just want to say nuns still scare me yeah <laughs> mags actually we were all laughing mag was over in the corner trembling because he heard the word nuns nine years of catholic school and nuns still give me cold sweats oh my day. gosh yes uh, you, you'll never be able to un what what is it like um, erase that that whole segment of your life. It, it's I, always going to be with. It, you, it explains a lot about me, though. It, it also explains why you say such things as get on the trail. Oh, wrong, wrong button. <laughs> Drinking yeah. a liter of soda. Sorry, Delo. I didn't mean to to you know put uh, your your words in. Give Mag's credit mouth. where credit's due. Okay. Yeah. When we come back from break, we're going to be getting right into segments, and we're going to start off with trail news, and then we're going to get into a discussion of. Jester's new movie, Embrace the Brutality. 
when we get back. What's with all the gear, fear? Quit being sissies. The Trail Show. live from Mike DiLorenzo's charming basement in the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado. It's the Trail Show. Yeah, we're in DiLo's charming deck, not the basement, James, but good try anyway. Hey, currently available for download is our first ever The Trail Show bonus show. For the extremely low cost of $1.99, you can download one hour of nothing but gear talk. You heard me right, ladies and gentlemen. It's a gear-centric show where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, and everything in between, including our constant ridiculing of each other's most cherished gear, especially Delos. Get ready for a trail show like none you've ever heard before. <laughs> to get this bonus show today, head over to cdbaby.com slash cd slash the trail show. And, oh, can I talk about the beer? You can. Right before I do that. Ridiculing Dilo, I just keep thinking about his bag for his plastic bags that he had in his backpack. But anyway, uh, so we are drinking Ricoli's Ricoli's uh, beer, for, and they are located at 44th and Wadsworth. Make sure you go down there, everyone, and um, let them know that you heard about them on the Trail Show. And we have the right Rye, the Vienna Rye, yeah, Vienna Rye. We've gotten back into that, Mags. What do you have? I'm trying the social lubricant, the Scotch Ale. What do you think? I like it. I still think I like the rye the best. Maybe because it's the time of the year. It's been very yeah. hot today. And yeah. it just really hit the spot. Now, see, Dilo begs to differ. That's so cool. I've had a crust of bread actually submerged <laughs> in each one of my little glasses. <laughs> to get your gluten fix? Yeah, they yeah. removed the gluten. And I want the gluten. Okay. I crave the gluten. I don't know why these people are all gluten-free. Gluten is one of the most beneficial things we could take into our body. <laughs> so when they take the gluten out of the beer, I put the crust of bread in my beer and I let it get really soggy. I get it really, really get soggy and then I stir it up with like a knife and now I have yeah. chunks of gluten in my beer and that's when I can drink it. Oh, uh, good. P.O.D., what are you drinking? I had, I had the, well, I tried all three of them at the brewery today. Okay. But my favorite is the Vienna Rye. Just for, for summer, I think it's really oh, yeah. I mean, crisp and refreshing and... And Actually, I'll say the session lovely. the session IPA is that what we're drinking? Yeah, is a very mellow, very quaffable IPA. Yeah, if that you're not if you're not into hoppy quaffable. if you're not into hoppy beers, you can still give the session yeah. IPA a go. And, and and real quick, a little info about the session IPA: it's only five percent alcohol by volume, so it's not going to knock you down. Sixty five IBUs. That's international bitter units. In case you were wondering. So anyway, the the it's basically a single hot pale ale. Um, they make the, this nominal pale ale recipe and change out the featured hop variety, which is what's going on. It's kind of a seasonal variety. So basically they've got Summit hops with two experimental hop varieties, which will go unnamed. Anyway, give the Session IPA a go next time you're at Brewery Ricoli in scenic 
Wheat Ridge, Colorado. It's Spicoli. It's perfect for you on the deck, hoping you'll get struck by lightning. Exactly. <laughs> Just like we are. And by the way, I think the bulk of the storm has passed. I don't want to jinx us, but the winds have calmed. I'm not seeing as much lightning. It doesn't look like it's raining. The rain stopped. We're dry. And Life it was good. And it's just in time for... Trail News with Mags. Mags, yeah. what do you got, man? Well, for one thing, I'm glad it's raining right now because the news is pretty much the West is on fire. Oh, I thought... So it's it's gloomy, but it's, it's, it's dry. It's not rainy news. It's dry news. It's dry news. Hot and dry. Hot and fiery. It's amazing. I've been trying to keep all the fires, and it's just like there's yeah, a fire in Rocky Mountain National Park. Another one? Well, this is since we last recorded the show. Okay. It shut down a portion of the designated CDT route in the Big Meadows area. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's open to day hiking only. But, uh, but and, and that was on, remember we did your... Um, the bachelor party bachelor hike. Bachelor party hike. So I take it the section of trail we were hiking on is, was, was closed. closed. Okay. Part of that's open to day hike. The northern part of it, more deeper into the park, away from Grand Lake, is still closed. Day hiking or backpacking. Is the part where you vomited, is that part closed or open? Oh, I didn't. Almost. (laughs) He didn't vomit, people. (laughs) A little too much celebrating the day before. It was a bachelor party. (laughs) Well, it was also 12,000 feet. Uh, I think it was more about the the gluttony and drinking. All those those appetizers. All those appetizers. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, it was more of the eating. I'm very serious. Um, There's the Silver Fire Complex in, in the Gila. And, you know, most northbound CDT hikers won't be affected. Southbound, there's will. It's kind of amazing that the Gila is burning yet again. When, well, I when mean, 130,000 acres burned last year in the Gila. Right? So, another 138k when I checked it today. Oh, really? This this year's fire is another 130,000? Yeah, almost 140. There's not going to be any forest left north of Silver City when Hearsay moves there. Yeah, it, it's affecting both the Jim Wolf route, the CDTS route, and the designated route. So. Well, hopefully, I mean, Southbounders won't be there until October, so hopefully it'll be out by then. Yeah, but that still might be closures because of deadfall. Like, look here in Most Boulder likely. Foothills. They just finally opened up South Boulder Peak. Well, year. that's because the city of Boulder is It's so open? Uptight. They're just so up Yeah, like does, a week or two ago. Does that mean we need to do a super slam? Absolutely. Not not in July. D-Lo? Fall. Okay. In the fall. I think the fall. When we don't have any daylight. Okay, good. But movement, speaking of CDT, the San Juan's fire near Wolf Creek Pass. You didn't mm-hmm. hear about this one, the West Fork Complex yeah. fire? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, it's still going. It's 100, 110,000 acres right now. Yeah, when it, it's 15% contained. It was up to 115 before they started containing it. The Colorado Trail was shut down for a while. Yeah, I now heard that. Now it's considered a border trail, so it's open. But the CDT is still closed from Wolf Creek Pass down to basically Cumbris. Oh, gosh, that's a good, what, 100-mile segment roughly? Yeah. Maybe yeah. a little 80. less? 80. Well, it, it just means you can wa- road walk to New Mexico. From Actually, yeah. you can road walk Platoro Valley. The yeah. Platoro but here, sweet. But super sweet. They're guessing won't be put out well into winter. So it's, it's definitely going to affect southbounders. Colorado Trail was shut down for a while, the first four segments, essentially. Good grief. Yeah, so that's contained now. Um, really, it's not an air trail, but this is very sad. The Arizona wildfire. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I have some acquaintances who are wildlife firefighters. 19 firefighters were killed. Oh, yeah. I heard the worst, that. worst in history was it, Disco? Yeah. Well, it's the worst since 19, the 1930s. Um, it was basically an entire hotshot crew, and hotshot crews are 20 members. And there was one gentleman who was the lookout, and he survived, but all 19 of, of his fellow crew members uh, got burned over. Yeah. It's uh, just been. And you said there was one. Uh, 
80s that was almost as bad? 90s. Well, what, in 1994, there was a Storm King, Storm King Mountain near Glenwood Springs in Colorado. 14 firefighters um, died. They got burned up that day trying to outrun a fire. I think it's just been such a bad year. This really hits hard for a lot of people, especially yeah. in the community. And lastly, this is fairly new, the Laguna Recreation Area, Mount Laguna, Pacific Crest Trail. Yeah, it's like... Evacuation, what? another fire. 42 miles into the PCT. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not going to affect southbound, uh, northbound this rather, but it might affect, oh, there's the, yeah, <laughs> there's the, the sirens. There's... It might affect southbounders. I don't know if it'd be closed or not. Who knows at this point? But it's just hot and dry, and, you know, just listen to those regulations. Just suck it up. Carry a cancer stove. Don't yeah. try to argue why you can use your alcohol stove. I mean, it's not well, worth it. I went on a backpacking trip this past weekend. There was the Hewlett fire, which was caused by an alcohol stove. And, and actually, that was the one wildfire I got out on last year when I was working with the state. And I, close to 6,000 acres burned. <laughs> but speaking wow. of fires, yeah. <laughs> what's going on in the background there? Dilo? what's going on? I think some of these Boulder you live kids in Boulder, started man. a fire with their, uh, yeah, with, with their a, onies. I, I'd say a fire truck is heading somewhere. Yeah, A, l- a little bit of that? Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, just, I can't, it's just very depressing. Just another big fire year after last year, which is another big one. And yeah. the Gila and the Pecos wilderness burnt as well. That's closed down. And those, I could just spend the whole hour just reading off Please fire don't. closures. So oh, I won't. Please don't. It's just depressing, but it is what it is. Just find alternate routes, use your maps and try to make the best of it. Yeah. You know, um, well, more. More wonderful news here. Sam Hughes, the CDT trail angel, known for shuttling people from Hachita to the Mexican border. Hmm. On the I, official route. Yeah, very well-known trail angel for the CDT. Was he around in 06? He had just started because they had just, just, just opened that okay. official terminus. He shuttled, I mean, it's a gnarly dirt road to the border. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was, I guess he's an old-timer. Well, was. He passed away, unfortunately, but he was an old-timer. And he gave all these stories. He said the Border Patrol kept that road ungraded on purpose. Yeah. Got gnarly. And he had his old pickup truck. And he just apparently a ton of stories. And hmm. people just really loved him. But he passed away. Um, there's a unofficial thing to get a monument near honoring him. Because of all oh, the cool. trail work. Yeah, he was very much part of the, the, the trail culture of the CDT. Um, speaking of CDT monument, it's back up. Remember a few months ago, Vandals knocked it over? Yeah, I guess I'd heard that. It's back up again, so that's some good news. Thanks for the trail work, Dila. Great. <laughs> well, um, this is kind of not really trail related, but Colorado National Monument. There's a huge push to make it a national park. Oh man, it, I think Wah. it's a done deal at this point. Yeah. Wah. It. Well, you know, that's a. I love that place. It's a I do too. Gym. You make it a national park, though, it just gets overrun. It's going to become a zoo. I suspect it'll uh, use the other land surrounding it, BLM land, and such. And yeah. Make it, they do that with sand dunes lump other lands into the park but yeah there's some blm land adjacent to it that's gonna be a little more appealing after but as soon as you make it a park it'll change the whole character yeah but that is what it is um the first great eastern trail hikers through hikers what what great eastern trail hikers? great eastern trail through is that florida the cape gasp no No. this is is 1600 miles what is that it go it connects the north country trail to the florida trail it's a Florida. Wait a minute. North <laughs> Country what? Trail? It's the future of through hiking. Where on the North Country Trail? Uh, in New York. Near, I read. For, our re- for our listeners and our readers, oh, where oh, is the North Country minute. Trail? 
Upstate New York. New York to North Dakota. Exactly. And this our readers, to... our readers don't quite know where the North Country Trail is. He just said <laughs> it. I just said it. New York it runs... to North Dakota. It, it's one North of North Dakota. Upstate yes. New York to North Dakota. It's one of the longest long distance trails in the country. We should all US. do it oh as a group. You know, God, maybe we feature it as. So we should feature it as Trail of the Month <laughs> at some yeah. point this it's year. It's forty six hundred miles of North Country Trail. Yeah. Oh it's... my God, are you serious? Yeah. North, <laughs> upstate New York to North Dakota. Oh, yeah, Dilo, don't you want to do it, man? <laughs> But this no, connects dude. it. But this no, is a parallel, to, parallel the, to the AT. And it's okay. an alternate AT route that's less crowded. It's a conglomeration of different trails and routes. It's the, 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 the future of thru-hiking. And two people thru-hiked it for the first time. Yeah, I was about to say. Can we get them on the trail show? How do we get them on the trail show? I, I think we could write to them there. <laughs> Joe Someday Swanson and <laughs> Bart Hillbilly Hoke. Huck. Ah, congratulations, <laughs> gentlemen. How? Yeah. So as Hope. long as Joe and, and Home Home Billy aren't too uptight about gear, they might actually participate well, in the anyone, show. Anyone who hikes a lot, pff, who cares about gear? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, uh, I don't know, man. They hiked forty six hundred miles no, from no, North no, Dakota no. to New York. No, they no, didn't. They did. They, Let's just move on. Yeah. Oh, just move yeah. on. We've lost Duo <laughs> once again. So, really good news: CDTC crowdfunding campaign. Thanks for our listeners contributed. Success. Yeah. It went met the goal. Thank and, you. And went above and beyond. I think yeah. they almost pulled down 37000 before yeah, it was so said done. D-Lo. Did it go viral? It went viral. It went Mags. Viral. Just thank you so much to our listeners who contributed. 37000 You guys rock. Yeah. P.O.D. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just throwing it around the room. I, I don't oh. know what I was doing. I, just, I want to get to the uh, the media musings. I'm, I'm yeah, really... come on. Can we get up with this trail news already? <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? Well, this is important stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah come the, on, Like man. a norovirus. Bringing it back. No, we're not talking about that again. We talk about that every month. <laughs> yeah, every God. month there's a new AT norovirus update. It has moved on to Yosemite and Yellowstone. No, I Whoa, don't care what? about the norovirus. It's What's on the CDT. It's, Who it's, cares? It's moved to trails. Just don't inhale that rat. Poop, man. Just don't inhale the rat poop. I know it gets oh. really high. Just don't hey, inhale the rat off. poop. <laughs> cut him off. And Max, next. Okay. Uh, one second to last news segment. U.S. Forest Service trails meet the agency's own standards. Only one out of four do. What oh does that mean? God. This, this trails are just underfunded and they're not oh. even being oh, there. Everybody knows that. But they're not even. It was just a new study. And well, I'm not hiking any trails but, that don't meet the standards. But there's a. Yeah. <laughs> well. Delos not either. Wait, well, it doesn't meet the ANSI 201.76A? I was trying to funny, but with the sequester oh, starting, dude. it's half a billion dollars in deficit for trail work. Well, Wait a all the more reason to get out there and volunteer. 524 million maintenance deficit. Oh, my God. Or for those of us who like those kind of ghost trails, this could be a blessing in disguise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there it is, and, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there's one last thing. We were oh. in a local newspaper, this humble That's right. Show. This is a big oh, yes. item. This is the biggest item. Hey, why don't we get a little timpani or something? <laughs> all right. The number one news item on the July show, Mr. Paul Magnanti what happened with the trail show and the Colorado Daily? We were featured. They interviewed us and talked about our humble little show. And we have the link on our Facebook page. And you may have noticed in the, the June show, you might have heard, like, camera shutters clicking in the background during the first 30 minutes of the show. They had a whole crew of photographers. Uh, in right. studio. Let's spend the next three minutes reading the article to our listeners. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go to our Facebook page. The link is still there. I yep. like it. Good. Uh, all right, all let's right. talk about the movie. We're all excited to talk about the movie. Max, thank you for your trail news. And we reviewed Embrace the Brutality, Dilo's favorite movie. By Shane Jester, Jester O'Donnell. Yes. And, and go to, Dilo missed this one, 
EmbraceTheBrutality.com. That's where you can find it. And a Facebook page, of course. And, and I heard that, like, you got some emails at Legal at the Trail Show from We the... did, yeah. Our lawyers are currently working with Jester. Okay. Um, and the Chinese hackers? Basically, to sue the <laughs> out of them. <laughs> Good. I mean, you know, yeah, I he, think you're due a little compensation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially I, I, since he didn't ask you Jester for permission. Jester owes me a couple hundred thousand dollars for um, what's happened with the Embrace the Brutality controversy. Uh, okay. So, okay, yeah. good. So we all watched the movie, and I actually watched it last night, and I'm not going to lie, it made me quite restless. I, I actually didn't finish it because I was out hiking, and, and I just got back today. I don't know Ooh. if I mentioned that. But, um, Salt in that wound. Um, anyway... I, I watched, I couldn't watch the whole thing. It was making me like. Restless? Restless, and I wanted to like have a meltdown and like. So here, here's. Drive my, away in my car. Here's my take on the movie. I'm just going to throw this out there. I think Jester failed. <laughs> Whoa, harsh, dude. Wow. He failed, man. man. You know, You're not I watched bitter, this movie. I watched this movie, and I'm expecting to see just, you know, the brutality of the CDT emphasized. And that wasn't the case at all. I think this is one of the most beautiful through hiking documentaries I've ever seen. I mean, it was amazing. The yeah, camaraderie of these people on the trail yeah. was beautiful. Like, the scenery on the trail was phenomenal. I mean, yeah, they hiked in a... It rained every day in Colorado. Okay, you're there in monsoon season. Yeah, it's going to rain. You know, like... It was a little fires. smoky in New Mexico. They escaped some of the fires in New Mexico. Yeah, well, you know what? That Those Ponderosa forests, they're meant to burn. Um, it's It was the most... Be- and, and it was amazing. I mean, the whole time, Jester was hiking with, like, this crew of people. And it's like... I hiked with, like, one other person, two other people in the CDC, right? <laughs> well, so, maybe that says something about you, Dylan. No, it does not, PD. <laughs> Thank you very much. Nice try. Um, but it was just, I think it was just a really beautiful documentary. I mean, there was footage of these guys hiking, like, along the divide on the Montana, Montana yeah. Idaho border at, like, sunset. It was just like, oh, my God, you know? Or the forest, the, the, the forest views, or the high, the Colorado high country. I mean, it was phenomenal. But, you know, phenomenal. Yeah. When, I, when I, the part, I watched basically until they got to Montana, and, you, you know, you say that he doesn't capture the brutality, but I think that from both the stance of somebody who's been, like, yeah, it, you say it rained every day, big deal. But I think it rained a lot on them. Oh, and yeah, they were up high. And, and that day after day after day after day is really, um, can wear you out. And I think yeah. that most of us can infer that from watching it because we've been in similar situations. And for people who haven't done a through hike and they see that, I think that looks pretty crazy to them. And, like, the water carriers that they had, I think that looks pretty crazy to people. And I also know from Hiking with Disco, when he made his documentary, there were a lot of times that I, was, that I said to him, you should pull out the camera now yeah. and film. And it and was, he was too like, brutal. I can't because I'm so broken right now. I'm so <laughs> upset. It's true. And I think that, I, I think you saw a little bit of that when he oh, talks about his weight loss. You did and, see yeah. that. A couple times when he was lost. I think... But you know, generally speaking, those those if you if you are the person that's hiking and filming, those times when it's so low, you can't. You just you don't have it in you to pull up the camera. Maybe it's just really hard to capture that on film because I I, I didn't take away that you at don't all. Capture I mean, it was it like on film. it was no, like yeah, I it, it was like there. it was like Jester no. like in his tent like at night being like, oh my god, it's snowing. It's been snowing for like five hours, six hours, ten hours now, and it's just right. like. But then the next day, they hike out, and the, snow, the sun's coming out a little bit, you know? So it was just like, I just thought it was beautiful. I thought it was a beautiful movie. I agree. I, w- I was going to say, he hints at it, and you have to read the hints. Like, when he hiked yeah. into Glacier, and he had to turn around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he hiked into Glacier almost at the home stretch, and it's too snowy and cold, and 
Oh, I guess we'll turn back to East Glacier. Yeah, and he and went do back a road to walk. the same trail town he had just left. And for yeah. a, for most for of the their home hikers, stretch. that's demoralizing. And think about this. If, if you were in that situation, uh, every single one of us probably would have pitched a fit, and been, at least for a little bit. And then we would have gotten over it and you move on. But the thing is, is that if there's a camera out, you will, you're going to behave. You're going to be like, oh, we have to hike back to East Glacier. This is so crazy. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I'd be I'm cursing. Fine. I think I would have bitched and moaned. And you would have caught me on camera with <laughs> quite a few profanities and maybe some middle fingers. <laughs> and that and what, been, speaking uh, of profanities, what's up with uh, Squatch's mime gloves that he was wearing? He's going to break out the jazz hands. I know. <laughs> they were like bright white, like. We'll have I to think ask him. They're sun gloves. Yeah, they are sun gloves. I know, gloves. but his were like his look different than other people's. They got were like it, got it. they looked like bright white, like suede. They look like Michael Jackson. They really did. Maybe he's breaking into the moonwalk somewhere <laughs> in New Mexico. <laughs> but know? I also thought that it was really amazing. I haven't I couldn't watch the whole thing because I don't know. So I, I actually sat down last night. I was just gonna watch the first thirty minutes of the film and I ended up watching the whole thing. Um, I emailed Jester this morning and just congratulated him on a job well done. It was a fantastic film, and for me, it was kind of it was kind of tough watching it. I, I actually started taking some notes, and um, there's you know it's tough actually having hiked the CDT and filmed a movie about the CDT. I'm literally watching the Embrace the Brutality with two hats on as a filmmaker and as someone who's a CDT through hiker, and a couple things like really kind of caught my eye. One, did you guys notice the heavy packs? That people were rocking osprey packs. I saw some like I noticed that a huge go light jam that was packed to the gills. And I'm you know I'm just thinking like 2012 was when they hiked oh, yeah, it versus 2006. So I, I, I it's interesting. Like I want to ask Jester. Actually, I'm hoping Jester is going to come out for the CDTC. I'm thinking aren't they going to do something with his film? Well, have you heard anything? Well, it's on 100. percent But okay. there might be a premiere of it. And if he comes out, we're going to do a trail show while he's here. And I actually want to do a bonus show where we just interview Jester. I Jester. think there were some folks that were featured in his video that it was actually their very first hike, long-distance yeah, hike. Yeah, it was a right. And was that was one of the things. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say I couldn't watch it because it wasn't good. I couldn't watch it because it was so good. I couldn't finish it because it was making me antsy. Yeah. And one of the reasons was that couple because, you know, Disco and I, that was our first trail together. Right. And... um like watching them, Remember like me as a couple. You, I don't know. Well, I, it made me. We were hiking on. Did you exactly. notice? Did you notice the John Lay maps? Yes, uh, that were prominently uh, featured. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Like I saw a number of things that reminded me of yeah. 06 on the CDT, but then I saw some things that were brand new. Like there's a hostel in Lake City. Oh yeah, I've, the, been, Ravens to that, hostel. I've been to that hostel. And th- there was a, actually a couple of hostels that didn't exist in 06 or 05. Well, Why um, hasn't that been featured on the news, Max? Yeah, Max, what, what are you doing, This man? is old news. This is like two years ago. <laughs> but you know what they did say? I don't know if D'Lo caught this. Someone mentioned schwacking. Schwacking. Did you hear that? No, I didn't actually pick up you on that. You better get your lawyers on that, D'Lo. Hold on. And, and Jester. Why? That's not my he, trademark. Did you firm. see the credits at the end? He thanked you. He did. I saw that. We actually watched it twice. I was yeah, like, but, oh, but, look at that. Mike DiLorenzo. But but the lawyers at legal, they, they said that, that wasn't good ju- enough. No, they're, they're after still him. after Jester for a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But, you know, being certain, it's really hard to watch these videos if you've done any of the long trails. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what am I doing? So Jester, why, why am I watching this instead of hiking it? Yeah, and, and another thing I, I found that was kind of funny. So 
there was a scene where a bunch of hikers were in Pie Town, mm-hmm. and the, it was trail talk. They were talking about who's in front, who's ahead, and it's it's, it's interesting. Like the news was like so and so was doing laundry back in you know the town before, and it's like on the trail. When someone's doing laundry, that's actually news. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh yeah. it's like, yeah. whoa, they were doing laundry. It? But, but I just got to thinking about that. It's like, that's for real. Like, when you're on the trail and your world is so freaking small. It's great. Like, everything, is, the smallest things are news. And, and I also noticed multiple times, like, at trailheads, they, there, was, there was video showing, like, hikers standing in front of the, the trailhead signage. And, you know, there's usually, like, a kind of like a, a cork board with different notes posted and like you know, most like now that we're you know in the civilian world, we just drive up trails, park the car, roll by the, the the board, and just hike our hike. Through hikers show up to the board, they read everything that's on the board. Well, you know, it's stimuli, it's like, you're not getting. Yeah, you, yeah. you get nothing. So it's like, oh my god, look, there's and five sheets on the board. Let's read them. It's you know, funny, Tina and I just talked about this when we hiked when we climbed Red Cloud because there's some like placards and stuff. And as soon as we started hiking, we went straight up and was like. There's nothing on there. It's just some stupid maps and stuff. Yeah. And we talked about that same thing. And and I think it also, when you're through hiking, it's like an opportunity to stop. Yeah. It's like yeah. an excuse to stop for like 10 minutes and like. And I really do think the know. whole difference factor. I mean, you can't, it's like something different other than, oh, the JLA guides. And, right. Right. I yeah. really, it made me, it, I really want to go hike the CDT again. And really? It's interesting because that's the tr- one trail I think D'Lo and I both always said we want to do again. We're like the AT is awesome, PCT yeah. is awesome, but the CDT. Well, when it, I when I just finished the CDT, I said no, this is the last trail that I'm going to hike a oh, second time. But not me. Now, seven years later, I feel like that's the trail that I would hike again. It's because you just watched the movie, dude. No, no we, we've it's always not. said that. Well, no, it's just because that's the kind of hiking that hiking that I've actually Maybe. kind of gotten into. But you know what? I would I wouldn't through hike the CDT. Yeah. I mean, done it once. I'd section hike. I would cherry pick the seasons. Oh yeah, the two, seasons. Two, two, maybe three seasons. I, w- I wanted to ask: Did anybody else find as funny as I did the 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 comments in uh, Montana? They kept saying it's your house, and they were like pointing to dilapidated getting, cabins. It's like the delirium is yeah, set in. Of they're, the getting, delirium. Like, they're getting punch drunk. <laughs> they're, they're just. I mean, that's, the CDT. That's your house, Jester. <laughs> yeah, they see like a dilapidated bridge. It's like, hey, coyote, it's your bridge. You know, I just, it's just I, like it's just like every time we saw garbage, we're like, <laughs> Max was here. Yeah, Max was here. We'd see like wrappers on the ground or or an abandoned mattress with like oily stains on. Like, yeah, Max slept there. <laughs> oh, right. So I want to have Jester actually on the show, Jester. Um, if you come out to Colorado, sir, you you're coming to Boulder for didn't, at least a day. Didn't we have Jester on the show like last time? No, I want to have him Scott. on oh, the like show. Physical. On the yeah. show, physically no, on the yeah. show. Okay. Uh, this is a quick um, addendum physically, to this. Yeah, I forgot to mention this. Physically on the show, dude. So there was a historic register just scanned, mm-hmm. and yeah. I forgot to mention this. This goat ties in with it. It dates back to 1990, and it just finished May of 2013. It's from Cuba, New Mexico. Oh. It's the one you so yeah. got your hands it. on, right? I, those people are in it then? Um, they the m- movie? They might be. I didn't even think of we'll checking to, it. We'll have to sift through it. But it's online. It's posted. And what, what, You don't it. like the sirens? No. What's wrong? Um, I, I There's just more wanted, fires in I wanted like to segue chaos. into the outro. I have a segue into well, the outro. Well, just really quick. Check it out. The link's put. It's really cool to read a 23-year-old CDT trailer. Sure and see how much the trails change over the past you know 25 years, roughly. It's on our... Facebook page? Yeah, it is. Okay. Cool. Check okay. it out. Can I segue into the outro to the next segment? Um, yeah, but real quick. Yeah. With Jester's movie, check out 
EmbraceTheBrutality.com. All right, and here we go. The segue. Well, wait, 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 wait. Max, Max. Max. Right, this Max is, keep talking. This is a request from Jester. No, it's from Jester. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what do you got? Thank He's, God. Um, July 15th, the PayPal button will be active. So Sweet. if you want to purchase it via PayPal, wait to July 15th. All right. Which is only a few days. Yeah, it's like four days out. Maybe even a day out by the time you hear this. D-Lo. Okay, everybody join hands. <laughs> I can't see me loving nobody but you for all my life. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> D-Lo, what have you been smoking, you're dude? with me, baby, the skies will be blue for all my life. D-Lo, Why? Because Why? you guys were, had like this moment of like this is the first trail this that we hiked together, right? Moment. Yeah, or you could do that. You could do that too. Oh, I was boy. thinking well, the turtles. Well, it wasn't it wasn't that magic, I was which is one reason I'd like yeah. to go do it again. Which is why I like the turtles. I'd like actually. a do-over. I'm a big fan of the turtles. Would you do as a through hike or a section hike? I would prefer to do it as a through hike. Believe She's it or sadistic, not. people. No, I just I would just ch- do it as a section, just cherry pick. Well, the she, fires. Well, and I snow. She's wouldn't. A I'm just saying. Just saying. My reasons. Just curious. Okay. Where, where are we on this schedule? We are on We're, Trail of the Month. We are coming oh up God. to Trail of the Month. Or Mags talking. Can we maybe <laughs> have Mags talk last? <laughs> wow. D-Lo, wow. Tell, tell us how you really feel, That's man. That's how what? I really feel. Okay. Well, disagree? Uh, well, agree, I don't have to do the trails. Do you want to talk first? You can. We can I do don't ask know. a you hiker. You want to do Ask a Hiker? Let's do Ask a Hiker. We'll mix it up. We'll how get about off. Ask a She-Hiker? Because that, okay. All right. Wait, all is right, the music beauty. the same for both of these? It, it is. is. Dilo, man, we've been, we do this every month. We play this game. We use the same music for every segment we have. Okay. <laughs> P.O.D. This, this is from Jessica in Steamboat, Steamboat Springs. Okay. That would be a CDT trail tent. It is. Dear P.O.D., on a recent backpacking trip with friends in the Mount Zirkle Wilderness in Colorado, sitting around the empty fire pit due to fire bans, We discussed long-distance hiking, and my guy friends offered that males are better suited for hiking due to their strength. He was not trying to be a jerk, but I didn't know what to offer in response. What does an accomplished she-hiker think of my friend's assumption? Jessica from Steamboat. Uh, Your friend obviously doesn't know who Jennifer Farr Davis is. Holds the record. For the Appalachian Trail. Well, period. both the male and female um, record. This question was directed at me. So. We're cheerleading. Okay. Okay. I have long, long since uh, postured that women are actually much more suited for long-distance hiking than men because we have slower metabolism, and it takes a lot longer for our metabolism to speed up. So by month two, most men are emaciated and starving like 99% of the time. Like gesture on the CDT. Exactly. And women usually make it until much, much later in the hike before they get to that point. Perhaps a lot of men can hike faster or perhaps carry more weight. Maybe they seem stronger at first glance. I think that women are actually better suited for long distance, long haul type of journeys. That's my personal opinion. That's what I think. Yeah, I I would concur with that. I mean, Jester, I'm, I'm just going back because it's fresh on my mind. He went from 185 to 158. That's a 27-pound weight loss in his first 1,000 miles of the yeah. CDT. And what about you? And Yeah, my first um, Montana, the first six weeks on the CDT, I lost 15 pounds. And then the rest of the CDT, I only lost five. But, yeah, the weight loss thing with guys can be, I mean, if you're not just, like, treating – um, your caloric intake like a job, it can just... D- 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 Lo, what did you? what was your experience on the CDT? Did you lose a bunch of weight? 
Probably. Yeah. Max? But those are two short, stocky guys. You're like, nah, I never have it to us. Never, <laughs> never had these problems. I mean, yeah, I lost Man. weight. Of course I lost weight. I don't know. I wasn't but, dramatic. I wasn't, like, concerned about, like, you know, malnutrition or anything. But, yeah, yeah, I find makes my, my build or whatever. I just didn't lose. I mean, I lost weight, you know, probably. But it wasn't, like, this dramatic 30 yeah. pounds in two months. I mean. I've never lost more than four pounds on a through hike. Be like, probably put what? on muscle. But. Are you kidding me? Nope. My f- my first through hike, which was the eighteen ninety nine, I'm I'm six foot two. I normally weigh like one eighty five. I finished the through hike at one fifty seven, yeah. and and I was not well. I mean, my body. I, was not I think well. my body changes quite a bit. You know, yeah. fat turns into muscle. And about the assumption the guy made, you know what the word assumption kind of spells? It makes it ass out of you. And right. Me, well, and so. I don't think he was trying to. It, I mean, from this letter, it sounds like he wasn't trying to be that. Or an observation. But, right. Got it. When we come back, we're going to get into Trail of the Month. And we've got two trails this month, so stay tuned. The Trail Show. Less gear, more beer. with 40,000 trail miles. Disco, the Princess of Darkness, Mags, and Dilo. You can always find us at www.thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. And this month's beer sponsor, Brewery Coley, you can find them at www.breweryricoli.com. It'll be on our Facebook page. Yep, check that out. Mags, let's get into Trail of the Month. And what, what's this? We got two trails. Well, we D-Lo, D-Lo is really upset. I am. We're, we're doing something different. It's July and it'll be August. Yeah. We're do vacation time. And most of our listeners, ourselves included, can't take months or even weeks off to do a through hike. Boo. So we're thinking of what we call vacation through hikes a uh, 100 miles plus or minus. Okay. And seeing the average in shape backpacker and do 15 miles a day, you can do it on vacation. Yeah. This isn't like you're out of shape, never backpack before. You're a very av- good backpacker. and Ready to keep, go. Ready, ready to, to go. Trail. Ready to tear it up. Exactly. So you, 15 buy, miles a day. You're buying a plane ticket. You're flying to a destination and to hike happens, a trail. Wait, you, you, wait. You buy a plane ticket. You get on the plane. You get the trail. You get to the trailhead. And then what happens? You, you hike. Get on the trail. That's oh, right. very yeah, good. Get on right. the trail, man. That's right. So we're breaking it into time zones. Okay. So we'll start at the East Coast first. All right. Oh, yeah, well. Sorry. Hey, man. <laughs> you a lot of editing here. What's wow. going on? So the Eastern Time Zone Trail. Okay. <gasps> Metacomet Medadnock Trail. No! Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Say, say that again. That's a, that's a mouthful. What, what is it? Metacomet Medadnock. Did oh. you just say NAD? What state? <laughs> what, what are we? Mass in New Hampshire. Okay, so it's a Mass, Mass Hampshire. Mass, Mass Hampshire. Hampshire, that's right. Okay. Starts at the Connecticut border. Don't say that. Those people there don't like that. Yeah. The well, ma- that's why I said it. You mean the mass holes? That's right. And it goes to Monadnock, which is the second most climbed mountain in the world. Right after Mount Fiji, which is number one. Yeah. Hundred wow. How did it's I very, know that? Because I lived in New Hampshire, and everybody always tells you in New Hampshire that Monadnock is the second most climbed mountain in it's the world. 125,000 people a year climb this little that's mountain. That's right. Where the hell is it? Wow. I it's bet there's a lot of It's a very... It's 
a very famous mountain in New England. But there's a lot so. of tissue flowers up on that. <laughs> is, it, is it on the AT? No, 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 nowhere sir. near it. It's, on, it's at the terminus of the Manhattan. Wow, he's like come <laughs> to life. Yeah, D'Lo <laughs> all of a sudden, man. I've ever seen D'Lo ever. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> what's <laughs> going on, man? Get Sorry, on the trail. Man. Uh, cocaine just kicked in. Yeah. What can I say? But <laughs> it's a, well, we'll start at the beginning. It starts the Mass Connecticut border, 114 miles roughly. This would be a killer fall hike. It, is it? Is it like a signed and maintained trail? Yes, it is. It's okay. done by the Appalachian Mountain Club. Are there shelters? Um, it's some primitive camping, some shelters. Any fees? I haven't researched that closely yet. Because this is just a we'll survey. We'll put that on our listeners. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they have Do your gr- homework. Yeah, they have a great uh, unofficial but maintained by the AMC Wikipedia page. They have a guidebook for it. Oh. It's part of New England National Guidebook Scene. for 115 miles. Is that like two Mags, pages? are you on the guidebook cover? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> okay, I'm just, just checking. I'm just checking, man. But it's part of the New England National Scenic Trail. Oh, very cool. That, and yeah. that, that is one of the most recent National Scenic yeah, Trails absolutely. to be named. And there was no road walking on it until recently because two of the sections were private but with an easement. Since it became a National Scenic Trail, the landowners were like, never mind. So there's some road walking now. And they're okay. going to reroute it on trail. But it's low foothills, pretty rugged. But again, it'd be really killer in the fall. It ends at Monadnock, which is a, a geological term in its own right. It's a mountain by itself. Do you think I mean. Thanksgiving would be too late to hike that trail? It'd be kind of cold. I've done it in November. It gets really icy. There's just not much daylight in Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Mid-October would be ideal. It's when the foliage peaks. It's great weather. Columbus Day weekend, man. If you could pull that thing off on Columbus Day weekend with 330-mile days. Absolutely. Style. I would actually actually fly out to miles. Can I have another beer? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Manadnock's very famous. If you're into Thoreau Emerson, it's where they hung out. Who's got the beer? Can I have another beer? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Thoreau and Emerson hung out on Monadnock? Yeah, seriously. Manag- I can't say that. It's, it's a very important Manag-Nock. Dude, they rolled up there from Emerson Pond, right? It's a very important mount for the transcendental movement. Pond. With Lake and Palmer. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> All right, next trail. The next trail. Central time zone was freaking hard to find a trail. This is this is a trail I've kind of had my eye on, but not really. Well, you know, if you're in the... If you're, it's a Lone Star Trail in Texas. It is. And this one is 96 miles, not counting the optional loop trails. Yeah. It's a national recreation trail. Okay. Um, it's, it can be done in January or February. So this be, if you're in the central time zone, tons of daylight in January and February. Not, not too bad, though. <laughs> God, why are you so hung up on the Dude, daylight Dude, you're hung thing? up on the daylight but, thing, man. Go, okay, have but, you guys ever tried to hike when, like, through hike when there's no daylight? It sucks. I did the BMT in February. Yeah, man. You just do smaller mileage. Yeah, get into into that. Oh, yeah. Let me just hang out in my tent for like. But being being serious, how many people do the Appalachian Trail ever having done any kind of backpacking before? (laughs) I I have like yeah. This is an easy trail. It's near, not too far from Austin or Dallas, three hours away or two hours. Okay. So you can get a ticket if you're in Indiana or Ohio. Try out your gear on a relatively easy trail. Like a shakedown hike. A shakedown. And what's better? Shakedown, you can discuss down. gear. You can read about gear. Just go out and hike and use it. Yeah. And see if your, it works. Well, yeah. Well, and it's a well, multi-use trail. And I looked at the pictures. Bald Eagle and Nakona. I was going to say, okay. Karen Borsky, Summer, Nakona, wrote a guidebook Used for it. Used to be the heart of town. It's, and you can go to LoneStarTrail.org. Okay. In the photos, it's pine woods, uh, some rivers and bayous. It looks Nothing pretty pleasant. I would gladly do as a shakedown hike if I lived in the central time zone. 
Yeah, I, I've actually. I mean, so it's probably like mick, mixed oak, pine kind of vegetation. Was it bayou? Yeah, nothing. Spe- just pleasant. Oh, so, so kind of. You think there's some like marshy, swampy. According stuff? to what I saw on the website. Yeah. Okay. Just so, a pleasant shakedown hike. What was the website again? LoneStarTrail.org. And that'll again be on our Facebook page. Okay, cool. cool. Check it out. So, trails, trails of the month. And we'll have two next month as well for us on Western and uh, Pacific. Ooh. Oh, I see how we're breaking this up. Nice. I like this. Stay tuned. I think we should skip Ask a Hiker because of Dilo's bad behavior. Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. But vac- mean, vacation through hikes. Behavior. And he's got like 10 questions this month, which is kind of a downer. I was asked, we were asked by our sponsors... To limit our Ask a Hiker and Ask a She-Hiker questions to four questions total. No, it was yeah. two That was each. our program manager. Two each, he's four a, he's total. He's a jackass. He is. He is. Uh, his name is Grinter. What? <laughs> Anyways. No, no, we, have yeah. a, we have a real program manager, D-Lo. Don't, don't give the listeners that impression. Sorry. Anyways, he asked us to keep our questions toned down this month so that we could make it through the show in a timely manner so that we could satisfy our advertising. Which we've epically failed at by the clock I'm looking at. Advertising. Anyways, moving on. I have three questions this month because there was only one Ask a She-Hiker question. This month we had quite a few Ask a Hiker questions come in. I I had to take another day off. Come on, man. Pick up the pace. Dude, I had to take a day off from work to get through this question. War piece is shorter than this intro. (laughs) We had some really good ones. But this month I chose three questions that focused on a common topic. Okay. And while not the most politically correct topic. Will you guys wake me up when he's actually reading the questions, please? (laughs) It is a very hiker-centric topic. I want to put a turkey in the oven because it's going to take less time. So without further adieu, (laughs) this month's Ask a Hiker questions focus on the topic of (laughs) shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna have to do so much editing because of your. Do you want me palette. to say? Do you want me to say poo? Crap. This month, okay, so we we can. This month's ask a hiker questions focus on the topic of poo. <laughs> Are you being serious? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Question number one from Amanda Dewatt via Facebook. That's right, Dewatt. Dilo, you guys seem not to want to seriously discuss gear, and for some reason, I think this is cool. So my question for you is about toilet paper. I agree. Do you guys use it? If so, do you have a preference for brand, type, etc.? And if you don't use it, then what do you do instead of carrying toilet paper? I think we talked about this. Hey, man, I addressed this in a previous yeah, show. We, we talk, you carry double. Carry double. Carry double. There's a trail tip of the month. You, yeah, you some want people a, don't use TP. You want at least two ply. The one okay. ply, forget about let's, it. Let's get through this really fast. Okay. Okay. Carry double? What does that mean? Double than what much, you think you whatever need. Whatever you think you need. as much TP as you think you need. Exactly. You got one roll for your 15-mile your day hike? Carry two. Exactly. exactly. But, okay. but you probably don't need that and much. And some Do people you, don't use TP, and Disco posted a link as to how this person does it without TP. So yeah. it's on our Facebook page. No, I think, Mags, you don't use TP. Is that correct? I don't. Snow, what? leaves. Okay. Oh, and man. so how do you feel after like a three-day weekend? <laughs> <laughs> a little itchy. <laughs> uh, did, he, he, wait a minute, Max. Did, did you use TP? Do you use TP on your through hikes? No, I mean I did at the time, but I switched to no TP. Like in the BMT, no TP. So what did you do? Explain to our listeners. Well, we already went works. over this. This is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, leaves, so, snow. We need to answer her question. Sure her I'll. question was. What do you recommend? What brands? What type? I recommend two ply. Um, n- no specific brand. No, if you, whatever you can sponge from the hotel or the fast food restaurant. If you want to be like eco savvy, go to go to Walmart and buy the stuff that they they use with campers. It's called Liquid Gold, and it's actually biodegradable. Liquid Gold. Yeah. Cool. Isn't that wow. Funny. 
cool. right, next question. Question number two from Dan Delahunty via the streets. Dilo, I'm tired of horse shit on the trail. Every trail I hike, bike, or ski on is covered in horse shit. A lot of editing. We people have to buy, bury our feces. We have to pick up after our dogs and children. Shouldn't horse owners have children? to pick up after their horses? I think horses should have to wear di- large diapers, much like children. What do you guys think? I've thought the same thing. I, whatever. We oh can't man. change that. You know, I actually got in trouble with a girlfriend of mine at the time. She had a horse. Okay. And I said, why <laughs> I said, why do horses what? have to wear diapers? And she got really upset. Well, did she have a response? Well, we broke up like a month later. Uh, so. I, I think, uh, I think no horse response. it is mostly grass. It so is. It, it basically Get over degrades. It. It's the West. Yeah. Deal with it. We don't like it, yeah. but it's yeah, like... You, you know, it, on your shoe, it doesn't matter. It, it's like arguing against D'Lo rambling and going off on a tangent. It's just exactly. going to happen and you deal with it. It bothers, right. it bothers me the most in wilderness areas for some reason. You know, it's like I'm in this pristine wilderness area where there's no motorized or mechanized anything allowed, yet this nice pristine stream's been just completely fouled with horse shit. I got to yeah. delete myself. <laughs> Whatever. There you go. But, but it's like, you know, what are you going to do? Suck it up, hike on, d exactly. next question. Not suck up the horse poo, though. Horse yeah. diapers or no horse diapers? What's the consensus? We don't care. Nah. Not an issue. We can't change it. Can't okay. do nothing about it. I agree, but what are you going to do? Horse packers aren't going to do horse it. Horse poo is mostly grass. Just let it be. Yeah. Question number three from Bryce Bolton, also via the streets. <laughs> d how do you stay regular when you're hiking? I mean, you're How eating you all this hiker food wow. while you're on the trail. Exactly. And oftentimes it goes right through you. Oh. And then when you're in town, you gorge yourself. I know I've personally walked out of town with my legs crossed and had a major movement behind the first tree I could find, barely avoiding a major catastrophe. So with 40,000 trail miles amongst you, I'd like to ask what you guys do to deal with this issue. I just carry extra teepee. Wow. I just take a crap. I know. I, I know. But what the, happens when you have to poo six times a day? Well, that's double, never, double that's your never happened to me. But I have had to deal with my share of, of mudslides, and it's just part of it, you know? <laughs> you know what I, I know. call the explosive mudslides? You know, it's just... Yeah. Get on the trail. Get on the trail. What that's about, a, that's what, what I about say. The, how do you deal with the explosive mudslides? You just nice? drop, draw, and just go where you have Let to go. go. Yeah. Smear technique. I think that's my answer to this you know question. What? Go with the smear technique. That way you don't have to dig a hole. Pull over... Drop your pants, poop, well, smear it, pack out your TP. What was his name? Bryce Bolton. Bryce, a wet wipe at the end of the day will go a long way. I th- I but I think, think his question is more poop. about how do you control the amount of froyo that's coming Forget out? Forget about okay, it. Okay, so maybe you want to, you know, take some Metamucil shots or something. No, I think his problem is too much. Too fro-yo. much Metamucil. It's it's too liquidy. I think is his issue. He wants oh, to know how to have a solid wow. turd. People, I think that's his issue. You Come just, on. You just embrace the brutality. And you just go with the flow, literally. Yeah. yeah. And Eat carry bananas. extra TP. Eat and bananas pr- in town. That'll yeah. solidify and your poo. practice the smear technique because yeah. that way you can pack out your TP. And because as uh, our second question from Del, Del Hunty called out, there's just a lot of <laughs> everywhere. So. <laughs> Man, I've got so much editing to do this month. It's unreal. There's a lot of bleeping that's going to be going down. I'm sure some of our <laughs> listeners will just love it. <laughs> All right, folks. So with that... We want to thank everyone for Wait, tuning I, I in got today. Like, I got three more questions. No, your uh, questions are well, done, Well, you can man. read those You're once we off. shut down the equipment. You want I'm me to shut... save them for next month? Save yes. them for the bonus show. Save okay. it. Save it. Oh, we could have a bonus show of just ask a hiker questions. <laughs> Ooh. Actually, that could work. That yeah. could work. 
I bet we've got an hour's worth of backlog of Ask a Hiker. Except the problem is i got to make all this myself. Hey, we don't make these up, man. These are sent in from listeners, correct? Yeah. Every month. Yeah, yeah. Every month. Man, Steamboat We should do, sir, we should do a Skype show as a bonus show. Have listeners call in via Skype. We'll do We'll do like car talk where you prearranged it, of course. Yeah. We had the listeners submit questions. We picked the best four or five. Okay. Then we arrange to Skype them. A, a car talk style bonus show. Yeah. I like this, man. Maybe we can get Click and Clack to come talk to us, too. <laughs> That'd be far out. All right, folks. You <laughs> heard our, it our here first. Speakers. Our next bonus show, it's going to be by you, the listeners. With guest speakers Click and Clack. That's right. The Tap It Brothers. We want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Today's show was brought to you by the Trail Show Bonus Show. Currently available for download is our first ever Trail Show bonus show. For the extremely low cost of $1.99, you download one hour of nothing but gear talk. Nothing but gear talk. All gear. Disco? Yeah? Is there a reason you just didn't price the show at $2 even? Because $1.99 is less. Skip. You heard me right, ladies and gentlemen. It's a gear-centric show where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, and everything in between including our constant ridiculing of each other's most cherished gear, especially Mike DiLorenzo's. I'll just let all of our listeners know that I have upgraded my gear since listening to our gear show, and let that be an inspiration to you to go out and spend $2 minus one cent on our bonus show. He got rid of his canvas backpack. It's amazing. And now he has ultralight plastic bag for his plastic bags. Now I just carry a laundry basket. Get ready for a trail show like none you've ever heard before. To get this bonus show today, head over to cdbaby.com slash cd slash the trail show. You can always find us at www.thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash the trail show, twitter.com slash trail show, and cafepress.com slash the trail show. We will be back next month. Until then, for the Princess of Darkness, D-Lo, and Mags, I'm Disco. See you in August. Ciao. Time for some Froyo. My new pack is a round laundry basket with a shoulder strap. BrewerryRicoli.com. That's just wonderful. I'm truly blessed to hear this. And a garbage bag. Christmas in a gob!